Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Ala Pasha, the CEO of Maptician, an end-to-end solution for law firm hybrid operations. Hi, Ala. How are you? Great, Ari. Great to see you. Great it's to be great with you. to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Ala, tell us about your background and your role at Maptician. Yeah, my background is I've been a technology executive for, I'm going to say 20 plus years. I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to count the exact number. <laughs> really spent most of my career building business to business technologies for multiple, several industries. And then I came to Maptician here about a little over two years ago. And my role is Maptician, as in Maptician is the CEO of the company. And obviously, the, the heart of my role is to set the company's strategy and direction, including our focus on law firms in the legal tech industry. Maptician won ALM's 2024 Legal Week Leaders in Tech Award in the Tech-Enabled Hybrid Work Environment category. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We're very excited about that. Yeah. How would you characterize the current state of remote and hybrid work in law firms? Yeah, so if you don't mind, allow me to, to talk a little bit about the this award and how it came about because we we're fascinated by the category and obviously we had to submit the award itself. We had to submit a kind of a case study with a law firm that were able to, to leverage the solution uh, to transition into hybrid. But really this category recognizes companies that are making it possible for law firms to enable or change their culture through technology with the idea of empowering their employees to, to be able to, to perform some of their work outside of the office on a regular basis, if you will. So we submitted an MLaw 100 firm that's a great client of ours. They have about 1,200 professionals, 700 attorneys, and they occupy about 32 different floors in about nine office locations. And the beauty of this fascinating thing for us was their chief innovation officer really had thought that hybrid operations was one of the largest innovation projects that they're taking place at the firm. So they wanted to do it right. They tried to leverage out Microsoft Outlook, which is a great platform, but it's just not built to solve the specific use case here. So they came to us and they were interested in something that hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about here throughout that podcast, the what we call presence or in-office presence. They uh, lack the visibility of knowing who's in the office, who's working from home, not to punish people or to reward people, but it was primarily just to try to drive some collaboration, some efficiencies, and they were able to leverage our tool to do that. So we were very delighted to be working with this client and to get an award that was just the icing on the cake. What are some strategies that law firms are using to maximize their workspaces? Yeah, so I think the some of the strategies that folks are using to maximize their workplace is, I would say, number one would be in the area of just understanding how their space is being used. Today, if you think about it in the past, space, everyone had a desk. This is your desk. And if you're employed, you need a desk. Today with a hybrid, not everyone needs a desk. At least that's an option. You don't have to offer a desk to everyone. So number one is understanding how is our place being used so we can set up a strategy to maximize that space. I would say number two is coming up with a single tool. A lot of our clients, they say, it would be very nice if we can leverage this hybrid tool to consolidate our workplace management tools, if you will. Things like visitor management, managing their conference room, ordering catering when they have an important meeting. And then the other thing that's very important that we're seeing that some of the strategies that are employing using our product is understanding 
the habits of folks, who's working from the office, what days are they working from the office, when are they coming in, and all of this, when we put all of this stuff together, it helps them craft a strategy, an everlasting strategy for their workplace and how folks are going to work and how they're going to interact together. What challenges do law firms come to Maptician to address? The one that seemed to be very common these days is with a lot of these moving parts that we've talked about, Ari, is really a simple question is like, how much space do we really need? If they got a lease and they're in it for another two years or one year or three years, regardless, it's always a question is, we have a lot of moving parts, so how much space do we really need? Second thing is really like to know who's in the office, who's working from the office. People can find this out. More importantly, not just today, but for the future, who's working in the office tomorrow, who's going to be there on Friday so we can determine the services that we need to provide, how much lunch we provide, how much space we're going to need. And then the other thing that, I like I mentioned earlier, is really seeing a lot of law firms I have to tell you, I'm sure yourself and myself included, no one wants another tool on their phone or on their desktop to use. We all got plenty of them. So seeing the kind of a challenge that they come to us to try to consolidate, they really say, can we do just hybrid and consolidate all of these tools with the touch of a button? For instance, being able to do visitor management, managing their visitors in a hybrid environment, booking desks that require some AV or some specific kind of requirements, booking conference rooms and these kind of things. Why do firms need technology for this? Couldn't they use a spreadsheet or a Google form? We prefer the prospects that come to us after trying to do it this way because we don't have to do any convincing, right? But I think it really is, simply put, just the point of these tools, while they're great, Google, Outlook, calendars, and stuff like that, they are just not built for scale for this. To give you an example, this, and I keep repeating this the thing about presence, but you can go in the Outlook, when you go in the Outlook and you're sending an email, you can see you have like red and green dots to show you if this person is sitting at their desk or not, or are they online or not. But it's not really that visual. So what we're able to do is, yeah, the tools are great, but they're not built for this. So what we've done is we build a very simple tool that allows folks to AC the kind of the state of the office, who's here, who's not today. I work with Ari. Is he going to be tomorrow, there tomorrow? Where is he sitting? Maybe I can grab a seat next to him. And then in addition to that, how do you build this thing to encourage collaboration, understanding people's habits and space utilization? So again, the folks that tried to do it with this, again, like I said, the one we've, where we've won the award, they tried to do it with Outlook. They did not see the collaboration. They did not see people coming back in the office the way they'd like they wanted to which is exactly why they switched to the Maptician, which is purposely built to try to solve for some of these challenges. In a hybrid work environment, what mistakes are law firms making in managing their teams and training their employees? I would start with the first one we've learned and by working with several law firms is the there is not one size fits all. So sometimes, which is natural, if you and I are managing a law firm of 10 offices, we'll sit in a room and say, okay, let's come up with a strategy of how we're going to work. Is it three days a week? Is it two days a week? What we've learned is actually there is not one size that fits all. Sometimes our customers come in and say, what do I do? We said, we can tell you what to try and then we'll give you some analytics to get feedback from what you've tried to fine tune it and adjust it to make it see fit. So I would say the number one mistake is trying to come up with something that fits all. I happen to see major differences between where you live. If you live in a small town and your office is like a two minute commute or a five minute commute, maybe you're going to go to the office. And if you live in New York City or Jersey, like yourself, you're talking about an event 
to get to the office, right? It's a thing. I'm going to be on the bus and then on the train and then on this and then on the walk in the rain. And two hours later, I'm going to be in the office, right? I would like to think that the requirement should be different or the strategy should be different for those. So I would say the number one mistake is don't go in and do something and say, okay, this is how it's going to be. This is the law of the land. We're going to do it everywhere in the United States, in England, in China. No, they're going to be different. Even within the United States, some cities are going to be different. The second thing is I say this, when we've seen folks lead by example, it worked. It was like magic. Meaning when you saw the senior partners of the firms, the managing partners of the firm embracing this and saying, this is a tool that we are going to use to better communicate with each other, to, to continue to keep that collaboration and keep that culture that you know very well in law firms of mentorship and those kind of things, right? So what we've seen is we've seen when there is buy-in, if you will, there is tremendous, and, and we see like just traction and adoption that like you've never seen, right? When you say... Here it is. Let the associates use it and we see how good it is. And then the partners will use it later. It doesn't seem to work fairly well. So I would say this is probably one of the key mistakes. Two things, like I mentioned. One is like one size fits all. And the other thing is like how I try to lead. I always lead by example. If I'm not doing it, I have a hard time of going into my employees and saying, you got to do this. And if you don't do it, you're in trouble. If I'm one of them, I'm looking at me it's like, how about I do it? <laughs> so I would say leading by example is definitely something that helps a ton in terms of adoption. Do you anticipate that most law firms will be in the office fewer than five days per week on a permanent basis? It's fundamentally because I think it's going to be less than five days for sure. Again, that may not be globally, uh, but I would say the majority will be in that camp, specifically a medium to large size firms for very simple reasons. I think the pandemic had proved to all of us that we do have the technology and the maturity to be able to work and produce and be very productive working from home. Now, does that mean that we shut down all the offices and work from home? Then there will be no culture. There will be no firm. There will be no mentorship. So yeah, you and I can have a chit chat like this, but it's very different than when we're sitting over a cup of coffee or something. You build a different kind of connection, right? So given the fact that we've proven that we can be, law firms were all up during the pandemic. So no one can say, we went, we worked from home and then our business went down. No, it didn't. So because of the available technology, because of, I didn't talk about cost. <laughs> we have some clients that have downsized. They literally cut two thirds of their space in San Francisco. You can imagine what a floor of space costs in San Francisco, right? And then this is money that went back into the firm. You know, I mean, they didn't squeeze everyone and smoke giving. No, they built, they took that what, one third of the space, made it absolutely beautiful. Everybody went to hoteling because they're not expected to be in the office every day. And they have a fascinating place and they save a bunch of money, right? So I absolutely see it. That's going to hit here to stay, which brings up another point, if you don't mind me elaborating on it, is it's very crucial for young folks, you know what I mean? The folks that are walking in, they just got out of law school and passed their bar exam to make sure that they are leveraging this hybrid environment. I'm not just saying, I don't see anyone in the office. I'm just going to stay home. You're not going to learn if you stay home. And if we try to put together tools in place where you can literally go in and say, I want to see the five people that I work with or my mentors. Are they in the office tomorrow or not? Wow, I see four of them are in the office tomorrow. I'm going to get there tomorrow. I think I can learn something. Literally something as simple as that, when used in the right way, we think it can help develop these folks and help the productivity and efficiency of the firm. What do you think the future of how and where law firms operate will look like, particularly given the rise of generative AI? 
Generative AI is a very interesting thing. I'm actually a computer engineer by profession. And I remember I graduated like 30 years ago and there was like hints of talk about AI. And I'm like, wow, this thing is going to be amazing when it happens. Luckily, I lived long enough to see it. <laughs> I think every single one of us, quite frankly, not just law firms, should be looking at this very seriously to see how can I leverage the existence of this thing to A, develop myself, to improve myself, to communicate better, to be more efficient. I did something yesterday using generative AI. I was creating a job description for a technical support person, right? I could have grabbed one that I did 10 years ago or something like that, but the stuff is going to be different. The things we look for are different, right? And I went in there and helped me create a beautiful thing. And all I did is I spent about five minutes as opposed to spending an hour writing something. So this is, and then I'm, I didn't lose my job because I did that, right? I'll manage to save time to be efficient, so I would say, I think there is going to be some major disruption using AI. And I always have to tell you, being a legal week, I was absolutely fascinated to see how law firms are progressive in taking this thing on again, once again. I'm not saying, hey, let's wait a minute. This is not, it was, they're embracing it. They're taking on. So I think it's going to be something that's fundamentally going to change how we work. And then the other piece, obviously, for my bias is this whole notion of how we work. I think it's very important. You're an attorney by profession and much better than a million times better than I do, but making sure that, you know, that this becomes an important part of the company and the firm as to how we're going to work, what's the expectation from work so you don't lose that kind of face-to-face -face interaction and mentoring and go backwards. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Ala Pasha, the CEO of Maptitian, an end-to-end -end solution for law firm hybrid operations. Ala, it's been a privilege. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ari. Great to be with you. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.